0: I would just say everything that you feel taboo about or you feel embarrassed about people have gone through and that you shouldn't feel embarrassed and you should start talking to people make it aware I think there's so many different topics that I keep trying to bring up that people feel ashamed to talk about whether it's like how much did you pay for your wedding versus did you go through IVF and what was that process and like so I think all these things that we try to keep quiet are actually hurting like our generation I think these are things that we should start talking about that our parents don't. I'm
1: talking about. Welcome to the Pinky J podcast. Yes, Pinky is my real name. Not sure what my mom was thinking when she named me. Let's get real on this podcast and talk about taboo topics, trauma, and life experiences. I am here to inspire and motivate anyone who's going through a tough time. Remember, you're not alone, you are worthy, and you're enough. Tune in to listen to different stories and different experiences welcome to one more episode of pinky jay podcast i'm super excited about this episode today i have arti here she was on netflix indian matchmaking um, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Pretty cool episodes. Um, the ending was amazing. Yeah. Surprise ending. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> so thank you so much, Arthi for being here. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yeah, so as you guys know, this is about like taboo topics and life experiences. And Arthi has been having issues with birth control. And I think it's something that it's not talked about at all. So tell me more about your birth control story. I feel like, and this is something
0: where even when I'm Googling it, I feel like I'm not even getting the right answers or realizing that people have the same stories. But then when I talk to people individually, I've noticed that, yeah, they've had a lot of these issues. I went on birth control when I was about 15. I had a lot of reasons for going on it. Um, I used to get like ovarian cysts. I would have painful periods. I would have acne. And so I went on birth control from 15. So that's what, 17 years I've been on birth control. It's insane. And I switched from like the low dose, like the daily pills, cause I would forget to take them to <laughs> the ring. And when I switched to the ring in my early twenties, I never looked back. I loved it. I was so happy with it. And I would get like a period every two months, which was to me phenomenal. I loved it. Yes. I was happy with every one of the side effects from it. It was great. It never, had, it never had an issue with it. I got off of it at the very end of last year. So the reason that we got off of it was kind of twofold. Um, one, um, you know, we're looking into maybe freezing my eggs and going that route later in this year. Um, and also, you know, when when you think you get into a relationship, sometimes you just want to start weeding off of that stuff. It takes a while. Right. That's what I've heard. That's what my doctor told me. So I was OK doing that. So I came off of it end of last year and it is what, July, August. Mm-hmm. So it's eight months, maybe even a little bit longer. And I still don't feel regulated and I don't think people talk about that. And there's a lot of things where when I started birth control, I had like acne. I had like all these things and every single one of them has all of those side, like uh, effects that I had before have come back. And I don't know um, any, I'm not a doctor, I know nothing about this, so I don't know why that's the I know like birth control like hormones really suppress certain things and and, um, I just when I came off of it like to come back to being in your 30s and now having to deal with acne is such a pain and then I actually lost some weight coming off of birth control which I was not mad about that was fine but then there's like the painful sides of it like the painful periods and things like that now I get like a period like every 28 days (laughs) Yeah. Or 30 days. That's, and that's <laughs> annoying. Now too. And like, it doesn't, I, I've always had them where they last like a couple of days and then they're gone and mm-hmm. still like that, which is great. But like, I feel super moody. When I first started getting off birth control, I used to like, scream at my guy. Um, which I just like, I think he was like, Okay, whatever, it lasted a day or two, and mm-hmm. he was fine with it. But, like, that's not me. I'm not, like, that type of person. So, for me to get so annoyed with him, yeah. I just couldn't even, like, be in the same room. And it was probably some, or something stupid. Oh, yeah, 100%. It was, like, <laughs> it was like, pick up your underwear off the floor or something, you know. <laughs> like, it was probably screwed. But, like, you know, and then I had these cravings where, like, I could be eating a Kit Kat because I'm, like, craving chocolate. And at the same moment, I'm like, oh, my God, chips. It's like at the like I had to have
1: the exact same moment. it's so all these cravings that I just never used to really have, yeah, start coming back, yeah, which is insane, I know, and it's in your thirties, so this is something that you go through. In your early 20s and you're yeah, late teens. Yeah. And I get like, a- like now I get like acne under my
0: chin and I'm like, oh, that's hormonal. I'll get it like sometimes on my back where like, you know, now I work out and I'm like scrubbing heavily. I'm trying like all these like different lasers and things like that because like, I don't want the scarring from that. First of all, it's already embarrassing that you have acne. Second of all, it's like, I don't need scarring like on my face or anything like that. we've worked so hard for so many years (laughs) to develop this like routine so like now i've changed all my skincare i've changed like everything like it's like
1: everything that you had set is now being disrupted again it's going backwards yeah starting from square one yeah see i don't believe in birth control to be honest like i don't like it yeah and thankfully i'm regulated but i did have Mm cysts, and like a doctor painful they're painful they're super painful she kind of wanted me to start birth control, and I said, no. Okay. I said, I'm not doing it because of these side effects. Because yeah. no one talks about, yeah, so protect you, and it'll regulate you, but look at the side effects you're going through. I know. I lost a lot of hair, too.
0: So, I think it was, like, three months into after um getting off birth control. And, like, I've always liked my hair. I've been happy with it. And then, all of a sudden, in the shower, like, you know, you lose a few... I was like losing it in clumps and I was like, oh my God, this feels like I have a disease or I have cancer or something, you know, like if you God. start, you start Wikipedia it and then yeah. you realize, oh, it's actually from the birth control. effect. When you regulate back, you start losing your hair. Now that is probably the scariest part of it all. Like I can deal with all the other side effects. Losing my hair was the scariest part. Um, and it truly doesn't last. It probably lasted five weeks and then I was like okay I'm okay. not seeing it <laughs> like come up like I don't see my hair all over the place anymore like mm-hmm. or coming out in the shower I like stopped shampooing my hair so often when I was going through that yeah um and it's just it's it's just a lot that you deal with and I felt like I was the only one and but when I would talk to people they would be like yeah when I got off birth control it felt like that too
1: <laughs> but nobody talks about this and it, it should be talked about because you felt alone. You're like, yeah. what the heck is this? Like, is this normal? But then yeah. it's not talked about, and we should start talking. Like, the women should be like, hey, this is what I've been through getting like, off. What did the doctor say about it? Like, did you come up, like, with these questions to him? And he was like, oh, it's normal?
0: Yeah, it was just, like, that was kind of the thing was that it takes, they said, six months to a year to regulate. But they don't talk about what regulating means. Mm -hmm. And, like, they don't talk about, like, any, like, sort of natural things that you could be taking to kind of help with your hormonal imbalances. So, like, I have to start... I, like, did research that there are, like, certain things like peppermint teas and, like, Mm -hmm. things like that. There are, like, natural herbs that, like, can help with the imbalances of this. But nobody, like, sits there and says... Hey, like you're going to like start losing hair and it's because of that, or you might have this side effect or you might have that. But I also, what's the scariest part to me is that after being on birth control for 17 years, you also wonder, can you even have kids? Can you go through all of that? And then you have to come off of it in order to check all of that. Yeah. And it's like, there are multiple times where people have asked me like things about this. And I just, I, I honestly like break down and I'm like, I wish I could go back to it. I really wish I could just go back on birth control, but it's not an option at this point. Especially if you want to have kids. And I don't want to redo this whole thing. So I'm just like, all right. Like, I think nobody, everybody's on birth control and they truly believe in it. And I believed in it heavily too. And then I get to this point where
1: I never realized this was an issue. Yeah. And that's why I didn't believe in it. Because number one, having kids. Mm -hmm. it's it's, You you can't be on it for too long. Yeah, 17 years. It's a long. long. It's a long time. It might be too long. Yeah. But you
0: weren't educated on that. No, but, like, it wasn't a thing that they talked about. Like, you said, like, when I was having all these, like, issues, my doctor was, like, just start it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Sounds great. Like, I thought it was a cool thing to do, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was 15. Like, nobody else in my, like,
1: my friends had, like, birth control. I was like, I'm cool. Now that you're 30, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's not cool anymore. It's not cool <laughs> And then, like, you want to freeze your eggs. Like, that's another thing.
0: Yeah, that's another emotional, (laughs) hormonal imbalance that you go through. It's like your body feels like it got pregnant and you deal with all the emotions and like so i had a friend that recently did it and i've been like asking her a thousand questions about it and i like see how emotionally you go up and down and how you feel like really depressed after the retrieval too nobody talks about that nobody talks about the bloating that like really sits there for a long time either like all of these things that make you not feel like yourself it takes weeks for you to even like feel somewhat normal again and like nobody talks about that but it's like you're tricking your body into dropping more eggs so it's like you're already adding so the injections are a ton of hormones back into your body that you're probably going to go through all of these same things again. Which right. is, yeah, the hair loss thing I've heard and all, yeah. Women go through a lot,
1: honestly.
0: <laughs> and it's expensive. So when we talk about that, it's so expensive to do these things. My insurance doesn't pay for it. How do I get my insurance to pay for
1: this? Yeah, exactly. It like It's not going to. No. And how old are you? 32. Was I'm looking into freezing my eggs because I'm in the 30s already. And yeah. If I don't find someone by 32 it's like even at that point i'm like listen i i found someone but like
0: do i want to have kids right now and i know like logistically like i feel like we can have kids for a very long time but um i think by 35 they call it a geriatric pregnancy <laughs> and it's so scary yeah to think that. if i'm like i don't even see myself having kids in the next three years Um, by 35 maybe it's just smarter to freeze it earlier because then I don't want to have to go through that process twice where you barely got enough eggs. Cause I think you need like what, seven, you need seven eggs for at least one round. Jesus. Right. Seven I think eggs. that's you <laughs> need. So like, I think like when you're in your twenties, you can pull out 20 to 30 eggs mm-hmm. easily. And then it starts to go downhill that when you get closer to like your mid to late, 30s you might pull out
1: seven and then only five are viable so it's scary it's scary it's like a whole process that people don't talk about and then I also heard like it's not a hundred percent set no you have to make you might have to go through multiple rounds or I know most
0: people that do IVF end up with twins triplets and I'm like oh (laughs) I just asked for one
1: I'm not having twins or triplets. I want twins. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, if it doesn't
0: run in your family, I can't. <laughs> so I've never done this and I don't have, like, I, I can't really talk about it. Um, right. But it's something that I'm looking into and in doing my research. But, like, I would love to see, like, people on instagram share their journey of ivf share their journey of dealing with the hormonal balances and things like that and honestly one of the reasons why i haven't shared it before is because it's embarrassing you shouldn't feel embarrassed though you shouldn't feel ashamed i know but it is because i feel like nobody talks about it it's like taboo
1: welcome to my podcast (laughs) but honestly i think you should not, I'm not saying you should, you have yeah, to, but, like, it would be great. I mean, we're doing it now. We're doing it now. <laughs> but, yeah. So like, even on your own, like, Instagram. Talk about it here and there. How cool would that be, like, to inspire that? Yeah. No, there. I already said, like,
0: if I'm going to do the IVF journey, I'm going to document it. Like, yeah. that was something that I think people need to know about. Especially, like, the hormone imbalances, the bloating, the aspect of how many you can actually get that are viable. Like, I mm-hmm. wanted to go through that whole process.
1: Right. But even if getting out of the the birth control as well because people don't know how long it takes and how like your body goes with so much honestly yeah, eight months
0: i did not expect that i would be sitting here in almost august still having this like conversation about how i'm dealing with all of these issues i think we're finally getting to a point where it's like it's so much better than it was like when i first started mm-hmm. but i've had to change my whole routine and you know Sometimes when you find skincare, it's not cheap. Change your routine. What skincare
1: do you use out of
0: curiosity? (laughs) I, like, have been, yeah, I've been changing my routine. So, like, when I first used to have, like, mild acne, I did all the face reality stuff. So now I've kind of come back to that. I've also started, like, all the different products um, just to, like, make sure, like, my acne, especially, like, right when my period is about to hit, I'm going to see, like, all these, like, little things Mm -hmm. pop up, which is so annoying. I know. Um, and you know it's coming, um, and now because it's so regular, it's it's even worse. I've gotten to the point where like I've switched to like a lot of like salicylic acid based products. Mm. Yeah. Um, and now creams and things that i use is i use water-based moisturizers and i use the sunscreens that are uh that do, they don't clog your pores yeah. or like i think mineral based mm-hmm. i do peptides nice and mines like all of that for like my face skincare yeah. like i'm like now like okay let's get further away from makeup and more towards skincare yes. products but in order to have like good skin you have to like start off with a good face
1: oh yeah because and it gets expensive like you said it's It's, it's, and it's like a trial and error yeah if it doesn't work you're like what do i do with exactly i just wasted my money yeah but i think when we should start talking about this like this is just a topic that we go through Mm -hmm. like it's a normal thing in Mm -hmm. life like getting our periods birth control Freezing the eggs. Yeah, and, like, it's so weird that people, are like, have find periods taboo, which
0: I don't even understand. In India, like, it's very taboo. There's something I was reading recently that there was, like, some temple that won't allow women, if they're on their period, to enter.
1: Oh, no, you can't enter at all. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Obviously, I'm Indian. Yeah. And we have a temple at home, and if I had my period, like, I can no- go nowhere near the temple. Like, during, mm-hmm. like, Navarati and Diwali, like, if you have your period, you cannot go to the ceremonies. you cannot go near the gods or the saints do you know why
0: though?
1: i asked my mom many times i don't believe in that because it's part yeah. of nature and she's like well it's like you're dirty i'm like what do you mean you're dirty like it's it's our system and, it's just cycling out yeah yeah and my grandma was huge on it like i think one year she was with us during Narati, and it was like the whole week the holy week and i had to stay upstairs and i cannot come downstairs until she finished her why prayer. would you even tell them just lie Because my mom's like, oh, because of the guilt and this. coffee. you know how these Indian people are? Oh, bro. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's just then you feel that guilt. Like, oh, my God, I have my period. I'm, like, over here. Like, I think it's just, like, brainwashed in our minds at this point. And my grandma's like, do not touch me. Do not touch anything. I'm like, chill, lady. Like, it's my fucking period. Like, isn't this normal? (laughs) I feel like
0: education about this stuff is huge. Like, I, I don't think that it's being taught and talked about enough. I mean, I could sit here and talk about how I truly, like, don't believe, like, any of what your family is saying. But, right. like, it's not about my beliefs. It's just that it should be education. Sure. And it should be a question of
1: why. Why do you do it? Why? And then nobody really asks that and nobody has an answer for that. It's just, it, I think it's just, like, made up yeah. by, like, some person. That's some man. I, yes. It was. And I and I get so pissed off. I get so Yeah, because angry. it's made up by a man. And
0: it's a rule about women.
1: And yeah. that's a lot of really, I'm, we're not going to. Other than that, like, there was an Indian movie, a Bollywood movie about pads. And I think that's when it all started to come out. Because mm-hmm. it's, like. Right. There's a really good organization that I ran into a few months ago that's,
0: like, educating everyone and, like, villages in India about paths and periods. There was recently a 20-something-year-old guy who he murdered his 12-year-old sister because she started bleeding and he thought that she was no longer a virgin. He had no idea that she... Had.
1: That's insane. Yeah.
0: And so education is probably the number one thing. and then And then it's being able to accessible to these things right right because if you believe so heavily in doctors but
1: doctors don't understand what it is that's a problem and then tampons is like another thing oh my like, gosh oh my gosh. Don't god god for me we going to tampons. <laughs> like you, you're not ever doing yeah, no, it anymore no no no, no. <laughs> i think i started
0: straight on <laughs> tampons and it was like very difficult process but i i was
1: like never a fan of see i started with pads because of the mentality that i yeah. grew up with and They're then I'm, yes, yeah, and yeah. Now I'm like, I do the tampons all day, every day, yeah. because it's like a lifesaver. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> See, and that's why I'm grateful for my
0: mom not pushing like a lot of those traditional bases on me. She was never like that. And so she was always like. Just I think one point, like I heard her talking to one of her friends and she was like, no, she hasn't started yet. I think it was like 13. I was like, yeah, I did like like six months ago. And she was like, what?
1: She didn't even know. <laughs> she
0: didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. But like, it was like also on me to feel like I couldn't tell her, even though like she never made it feel that way. I just feel like it's so taboo. Like nobody talks about
1: it. Yeah. Thankfully, I had two older sisters. Mm. So that helped out a lot. Um, and I was, we were really young. We were 10 years old when we got it oh wow that's that's really yeah yeah, i was like in fifth fifth grade oh wow i I think it was 13 i was like jesus why am i getting this so early and then forget it then it went downhill from there but we need to start talking about it more and more not being a taboo topic but just a normal topic bringing it back to birth control like as much as like people hate on
0: it i used to love it yeah like and i still would Mm -hmm. go back but it's just gonna ruin all my progress but like i love that i got a period every two months which is probably not healthy but I no do. i'm the opposite i just wasn't a fan <laughs> yeah i know it, it really does and um one of my friends when i was coming off of birth control he's such a jerk he goes um make sure you still like your your guy because sometimes birth control messes with that when you come off of it, you don't actually <laughs> like him anymore what? and i was like damn like i was scared <laughs> I was like like really? really is that a thing <laughs> Um,
1: we so still like your guy. Yeah, yeah, we still <laughs>
0: still like. I I never knew that birth control like hormonally messes with you so much that you don't even feel like yourself sometimes when it comes to like who you choose. I never knew that was a thing. Never knew I that
1: was a thing. I never knew that. Either. Actually,
0: he and he wasn't wrong. That is the thing.
1: Something I learned cuz I had no idea.
0: Yeah, it's like something about how like I don't know the the full process, but something about how When your hormones are imbalanced, you think you're like in love with someone, but you're
1: not. I'm going to look into this because I'm curious. By the way, we're not doctors or anything. So yeah, we have no idea. Yeah, (laughs) Consult your doctor before doing anything. (laughs) For falling in love.
0: What does that mean? (laughs) I would just say everything that you feel taboo about or you feel embarrassed about, people have gone through and that you shouldn't feel embarrassed and you should start talking to people, make it aware. I think there's so many different topics that I keep trying to bring up that people feel ashamed to talk about, whether it's like, how much did you pay for your wedding versus did you go through IVF and what was that process and like so I think all these things that we try to keep quiet are actually hurting like our generation I think these are things that we should start talking about that our parents never talked about
1: I agree 100% thank you so much Artie for being a guest don't forget watch any matchmaking (laughs) on Netflix season three and until the next one bye guys